Welcome to the Insecurity Project Podcast. Most people think the best you can do with insecurity is mask it, manage it, or medicate. I'm convinced this is a problem that can be solved for good, and that's what this show is all about. Join me for weekly 10-minute Tuesday episodes, live coaching demonstrations, and world-class interviews on the subject of overcoming insecurity. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, 10-minute Tuesday time. Insecurity is rocket fuel. That is a really important piece of the puzzle to understand how extraordinarily powerful insecurity is. Um, you know, uh, uh, it, it is important to note that insecurity is not all bad. Uh, if it was all bad, we wouldn't do it. it. It has a great value and serves a very important role in our life. So it's really important to understand that. I, I get asked to talk to young people about insecurity all the time. Parents constantly ask me about how do I stop my kids being insecure. Uh, and I'm just like, oh, I, don't, I don't know if you can. First of all, well, you can't. Let's be, let's be clear about that. Even perfect parents don't prevent their children creating limiting beliefs about themselves and and uh, coming up with stories that aren't true. Every child, well, no 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 child has the capacity to tell objective stories. So of course they're going to they're going to come up with narratives that aren't exact and have to be reviewed. Um, so you can't you can't avoid that. And look, the point is, it's actually really useful. Uh, as a young person to have insecurity. So it, it serves a great purpose. We see this in the sporting realm. We see this in the business space. We see this when it comes to starting a family. Uh, insecurity is more likely to drive up your performance, to to make you do more with what you've got in your 20s. It, it really is. If you haven't read the book yet, uh, there's, there's a really important graph in the middle of the book, which just shows the fact that the relationship between insecurity and performance. In your 20s, insecurity is rocket fuel. Uh, if you're a secure 20-year-old, uh, there's not a lot to prove or defend. It doesn't look like a lot of action. You're more likely to wait your turn, take your time, learn your craft. It um, doesn't look like much. However, the insecure 20-year-old, uh, the insecure 30-year-old, is still driving themselves incredibly hard. I think the point is that insecurity in your 20s, uh, it does provide an incredible sense of meaning and purpose in your life. Uh, it, it gives you something to resist. So there's the sense of fight. Uh, that's, that's useful. Uh, it gives you something to prove. So uh, I'm sure you've all seen social media posts that say, the best way to get me to do something is to tell me that I can't or I won't. Uh, that that is how this rocket fuel works. Slight me again. There's an incredible example of this from the Michael Jordan documentary, where he would even make up slights. He would create stories that weren't even true of someone sliding him, just so he could have someone to fight, just so he could prove someone wrong, even when they haven't when they hadn't even said anything. He, he understood the rocket fuel. He understood how this worked, and he, he used it to full effect. Um, maybe more than any other sportsman in the history of sports, he used insecurity. So, look, let's not let's not be under any illusions that this is all bad. <clears throat> it's always more to do with insecurity. It it constantly gives you a reason to get out of bed in the morning, a reason to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. You can't rest. So, it helps you fill your days. It helps you fill your time. It helps you to organize your mind. It helps you to organize your energy. 
it gives you a point of focus. Proving that you're that you're not bad, proving that you're good, defending yourself against the real or imagined judgment and opinions of others, it, it gives your life substance. So uh, it also keeps you vigilant uh, for, for real or imagined threats. It gives you a heightened sense of focus to avoid dangers, to be constantly obsessing about who's looking at you, who's saying something about you, who's judging you, who's got an opinion about you, and to prove them wrong. So there's an incredible amount of energy and activity that's generated through insecurity. It is a performance-enhancing drug. So um, you you might have heard me say this before, but uh, it's not just my waking hours that are consumed with thinking, writing, reading, and talking about the insecurity problem, um, but often my sleeping hours as well. It would be rare that a night would go past where I wasn't having some coaching conversation or I wasn't running a workshop of some description. I wasn't answering a question. I wasn't explaining uh, some part of the seven essential practices process. Um, It occupies all of me. And it's something I've surrendered to because I feel like, you know, part of my mission in life, part of what gives me purpose is to end end the unnecessary suffering caused by insecurity. But it's an important distinction, right? Because sometimes I get really tired by that. Sometimes I get sick of talking about solving insecurity. And it's important to note that not everyone needs to solve insecurity, is ready to solve insecurity or should solve insecurity. We only do what works, right? So if it was all terrible, we wouldn't do it. So today, here are three reasons why you might not want to be secure. Three reasons why you might not want to stop being insecure. Three great reasons to remain insecure. <laughs> just, just to dial down the energy uh, around the should and the fight and the need to solve this problem. You don't need to solve any problem. Um, first one is that the energy that insecurity provides knows no limits in your 20s and, and into your 30s. It, it really doesn't. Um, no, does, no only enhances it. Um, so it is an extraordinary um, enhancer to, to your action. It, it multiplies your effort indefinitely. And it doesn't run out. So it's extraordinary. I hear people complain all the time, I can't keep doing this. Insecurity says, rubbish, you can't keep. You have to, what do you, what do you mean you can't keep doing this? <laughs> if you can't keep doing this, then someone will think you're no good or someone will get a, above you. you. Like, you've got to keep pushing and you've got to keep fighting. You can't, what do you mean you can't keep doing this? That's rubbish. Um, so you stop being insecure. What? What are you going to get for What's your fuel source going to be then? How are you going to energize your life? How are you going to organize your energy? What will be your point of focus? What will drive you if there's nothing to prove or defend? Uh, so, yeah, don't let go of insecurity as your fuel source unnecessarily. Um, might, might be working really well. Um, secondly, if you stop fighting against yourself, uh, if you make a deliberate decision to end the war, well, there's some reconciliation and restoration to be made. Um, if you actually take stock of all this energy directed against yourself and, and are honest about the impact of that, you're going to have to make up a lot to yourself. There will be some significant 
apology and, and restoration made. And not only that, it will be an essential for you to go back and review all the story and all the agreement and, and all the opinions you've formed about yourself. That's hard work. That's scary work. It means facing your fear rather than running away from it. It, it is actually far easier to run away than to face up every day of the week. So who wants, no one wants to do what's hard. Uh, so look, you don't want to stop being insecure because then you're going to have to do something very difficult. Um, thirdly, you're going to need a new story to make sense of your life. Like you've got to think about the fact that you need a story to get out of bed. If you don't have some kind of narrative making sense of your life, well, what's the point of anything? So if you jettison this narrative that you are currently living out of that's organizing you, energizing you, giving you a point of focus, if you let go of that narrative, uh, how are you going to survive without that story? What, what will you replace it with? So look, you might be surprised at how well insecurity is actually working for you. You might have overestimated your readiness to get rid of it. Uh, you might be able to milk this for, for years longer yet. So don't don't let me suggest for a moment that you should not be insecure. Um, don't, don't feel any kind of pressure from me to do anything with your insecurity. Uh, you know, maybe even dial down me as a voice in your world. Like don't don't listen, don't read, because I'm gonna be saying annoying things like um you know, this this energy, while it's energizing you, is toxic and it's it's costing you in the long run and that that might not be useful because that's just going to cause you to uh, to let go of this insecurity as the, the central organizing principle of your life. So, uh, yeah, look, it's your life and you're the expert in your life. Um, insecurity is serving a purpose. Hang on to it for as long as you can. Um, make it work for you as well as you can. And look, if if it's not working, if you really are sure that you're ready to let go of it, well, I mean, of course you can. Um, of course there's a way. Uh, that's, that's everything I think about. But only for those that are ready and only if you're sure you're ready. And even then, are you really sure you're ready? That's the thought for the day. We'll leave it there. I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to the Insecurity Project Podcast. All you need to solve any problem is the proven framework and someone skillful enough to hold you in the space until it works. If this is your year to be insecurity free, jump on the insecurityproject.com and begin your journey to become unhindered by getting a free copy of the seven essential practices for overcoming insecurity.